This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast after week nine in the uh, National Football League. We're on the Bet Rivers Network, as always, and for all your wagering needs, is Bet Rivers in New York and New Jersey. Play Sugar House in Connecticut. So, whatever you need, just go to their uh, app uh, and you'll find everything you need for all your needs there. And the program, of course, always on the Bet Rivers Network and wherever you can find your podcast. All right. I just finished watching Tom Brady steal one, and that is the only word. Steal one against the Rams in the final seconds, getting the ball back with no timeouts and 50 seconds left and coming down the field and getting it in the end zone against that Ram defense for the victory. One that kept Tampa alive. They're alive anyway because the division's so weak. Uh, and the Rams were alive because their division's weak, uh, led by the stunning Seattle Seahawks, which we'll get to in a little while. But this day belonged to one team and one team only as far as we're concerned, and that is the Jets, who reawakened reawakened the echoes today and reawakened anything that is good or positive about this franchise with a stunning, and there's no other word for it, stunning victory over the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Off last week's terrible performance against the Pats, one where the quarterback made, you know, countless mistakes to people who wanted him benched, to coming back today and putting forth a really terrific second half a really good fourth quarter, ran the ball with authority, uh, shut down the Bills' uh, offense, you know, three points in the second half. And other than really allowing a first play to Diggs, where he got deep on the first play of the game, and a couple of big runs by Allen, they completely, completely stopped this Buffalo offense today. They forced Allen into some bad turnovers, and he has had some really bad interceptions the last couple of weeks. I mean, he had him in the second half of the Packer game, which kept that game on the other side of the point spread, and he had a couple bad ones today again, uh, one right after the fumble by Wilson. He turned around and threw one to Gardner, uh, where you didn't know where he was throwing it. The, really, uh, he hasn't played well. He's run well, but he hasn't played well in the last couple of weeks. And the Jets took a thar- were, had, again, a defense that right now ranks with the best defenses in this league. This Jet defense is for real. This personnel on this defense is real. They have big-time players In the pass rush, they have big-time players in the secondary. They have solid players in the front seven. They have depth. This defense is for real. The offense has got to prove it can do it, but they did it. They got very good play out of Wilson at wide receiver. They got 
okay play out of the quarterback today, enough that it's on the positive side, and they ran the ball with authority, and they ran the ball with authority in the second half and answered and really dominated with that running game in the final stages of that game today. That was what was impressive there. Pass rush, five sacks, a lot of pressure on Allen. Um, Their secondary knows how to play. They have real playmakers. Gardner's the real thing. He is a star in the making. There's no question about that. They're getting some wonderful play up front from their defensive linemen. And... You have to be really very, very thrilled. If you're a Jeff fan, you're over the moon right now with where this team is. Now, they're 6-3 and three as they hit their bye, which they'll get a chance to enjoy. The schedule is not easy for the Jets down the stretch. It's a tough schedule. They have to go to New England. They have to go to Minnesota. They have to go to Buffalo. They have to go to my, uh, Seattle. They have to go to Miami. They have a lot of tough games to play. Then add in the Jaguars, the Bears, and the Lions, who are, you know, the Bears aren't terrible. The Jaguars are dangerous if they don't turn the ball over. So, I mean, those games are not easy games. But they have a tough schedule. But who cares? They're 6-3, and and they will be coming off a bye and getting ready to play the Pats up in Foxborough, which will be a very, very big game in two weeks after they get their much-deserved bye. But a 20-17 to win today uh, outscored the Bills 20-3 to in the second half. Really keep the Bills' offense under control. And it was their defense, their defense, their defense, and their running game, which ran for over 170 yards today and set up some very big plays. Again, they got a lot of good performances from a lot of people. The Jets have very good personnel. They really do. They have put a lot of good football players on the field. If the quarterback, if he can make plays, if he cannot make big mistakes, this team can play with anybody now because they are a real good defensive team. There's no way around it. They are. They are a legitimately good defensive team, and they're going to get better and better because they're young. As they learn to play, they're going to be better and better. They go to Foxborough in Week 11 in what is going to be a very big game. There's no question, especially off what happened last time with the Pats still beating the Jets, as they did. Now, Jets and Pats are going to both be on their buys next week, which means the Pats are coming off a bye against the Jets. That game will have enormous ramifications. That whole division is winning right now. The Bills are six and two. The Jets are six and three. The Dolphins are six and three. The the Pats, with all their problems, are five and four. And they have some very good defensive personnel. So those teams right now, that game, the five and four Pats off a bye against the Jets, off a bye at six and three in Foxborough, is going to be an enormous step for the Jets. And if the Jets want to go anywhere this year, they are going to have to go up there and finally face the Pats and beat them. But that's a story for two weeks from now. It's not a story for today because today's a story for basking in the glory of them beating the Bills. 
which in the past would have been considered inconceivable. But they did that today, and it is a stunning victory. I still think, without any question, that Kansas City and Buffalo are the best two teams in the AFC. But there are a lot of teams in the AFC that are playing solid football. And a lot of them are in the AFC in the AFC East. You know, the Chargers have been all banged up, but they're five and three. I don't love them though. Forget Denver, forget Vegas, which has had a nightmare season. Cincinnati's a dangerous team. With that quarterback and those receivers, they're a dangerous team. Baltimore, dangerous team. Forget Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Tennessee, always dangerous. Forget the Colts. You know, the Colts made an economic move at quarterback and gave up the season. They came in with this quarterback. They don't want Matty Ice to play because they don't want to owe him any money if he gets hurt behind a bad offensive line. So they decided to, or the owner decided to put him on the shelf for the rest of the season, and they're not going to win with this quarterback, and their season's going to completely disintegrate. I don't know what it means to Frank Wright going forward. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But they're going to be bitter disappointing this year. you got some teams that have really started to fall apart. We'll do that when we go around the league. But this first is about the Jets. Give them credit for what they did today in a very big way. Start with the defense and then go to the running game and give them a lot of credit. Also, mention Wilson, who played a very, very professional game at wide receiver today. Did a nice job. Caught eight balls for 92 yards. Tough yards, physical yards. Had one end around that he lost his helmet, almost lost the ball. But you know what? He got seven yards out of it uh, on the play. Carter ran very well, 12 times for 76 yards. Robinson chipped in with 48 big yards. Lot in the second half. They did some very, very good things when they needed it. And... Again, on defense, you know who they are. You know the guys that continue to play well. Uh, And, again, they are a, from start to finish, now one of the better, solid defensive teams in the league. There's no question about that. And that's their calling card right now. That's their calling card. But what they have is a lot of good young football players. And they need their quarterback, and they need their coaching staff to be up to the challenge as they go forward here. And a lot of it off the bye. Take a couple of days, take half this week, and relax and bask in the glory of the win over the Bills, and then realize you are looking at a game that has enormous, enormous importance, but also says a lot about where you're headed. If they're going anywhere this year, they can't lose two more times to the pass. They've already lost once. They can't be behind the Pats after next after week eleven. They can't be six and four when the Pats are six and four and the Pats have beat them twice. That can't happen. Not if they want to go anywhere this year. And like I said, there's a lot of tough games to play. And you would have signed for six and three. Heck, you would have signed for less than that. So this year is a lot more than you ever expected. But right now, looking forward at it, you have to realize they have a lot of tough games to play. But their defense is going to travel. And they've played well on the road this year. So kudos to them, really, on a terrific performance today. Six and three, going to the bye. 
a win off the Bills with the Pats straight ahead. Could not, could not have asked for anything close to this. Been a long, long time coming for the Jets. And for you much beleaguered Jet fans. We'll go around the league when we come back. You're listening to the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Mike Francesa Podcast on this week number nine. Um, the league continues to tell a very different story this year. This year is about Geno Smith, who won again today. This year is not about Aaron Rodgers, who continues to get beat week after week. And today, through not one, not two, but three interceptions, all in the red zone. Two of them at the goal line. Aaron Rodgers. As they lose to the Lions today. And they score nine points. Nine points. The Packers are three and six. They have lost five straight games. They are beat up at a lot of positions. They are decimated wide receiver and Aaron Rodgers went off today shaking his head shaking his head wondering what is going on what's left of his career and Tom Brady would have been in that same position shaking his head wondering the same thing if not for a crazy crazy comeback in the final seconds. They got the ball down there and they couldn't score. They went out on downs. They held. They got the ball back on the 40-yard line. They got the ball back on the 40-yard line with 44 seconds remaining. No timeouts. And Brady then showed you that there's still a little life in the master. He hit his new favorite target, tight end Kate Otten, behind the safeties for 28 yards, which got everything rolling. Hit the deep ball first, got it behind the safeties, got it into the middle of the field, came up and down the ball with 29 seconds left, and he was in business. He then got the ball to Fournette, who ran it out of bounds and went out of bounds with 28 seconds left. On third down, he hits Miller. He gets out of bounds for 14 yards. So now they are on the Ram 14 with 19 seconds left. Hits Miller again for seven yards. Remember, every one of these plays has to get out of bounds, and they do. Every single one has to get out of bounds, and they do. The Rams then committed a pass interference. They wind up with the ball on the goal line. And on first down, Brady, play action, hits Otten, touchdown. So Brady, the master, gets the ball behind the safeties, 28 yards down the field to a sliding tight end, and then downs it, and then goes to work to the sideline to the sideline, to the sideline, to the end zone, taken down 
Ball on the one. Play action. Hit his new tight end. Otten. Touchdown. And Tampa Bay is still breathing at four and five instead of three and six. That was the afternoon for Tom Brady and another dismal day for the Rams. Neither team can score. I don't think either team is going anywhere this year. But remember, uh, a couple of these divisions in the NFC, Tampa leads that division at four and five. They're four and five. Atlanta's four and five. New Orleans plays Monday night is three and five. Carolina's two and seven. Seattle leads their division at six and three. So the Rams are, are three and five. They're not out of it yet because the division six and three with a shaky leader in the in Seattle. But give Seattle credit; they won again today in Arizona. They have give Pete Carroll credit. He goes to Geno Smith this year. Everyone figures with the change in quarterback, with the big quarterback Russell Wilson leaving, that this is a time where they have to be completely rebuilt. Rebuild the defense has no tackles. He loses his running back. What does he do? He plugs in Walker. Walker becomes a star. 100 yards today, two touchdowns. He scored in all five games where he's had a role. He's become a big-time running back, one of the better ones in the league right now. He has two rookies at tackle. He's rebuilt the defense. He's got Geno Smith, the comeback player of the year, and now they have more wins than I thought they'd get all season at 6-3. and He's done a remarkable job, Pete Carroll has, coach of the year stuff right now. Elsewhere in what was, let's be honest, a lackluster day of games as far as marquee value, but there were some close games. Chargers came from behind, beat the Falcons 2017. Falcons are in every game at 4-5. and five. Dolphins, their offense is unbelievable. Their defense is just awful. Fields had a big game today. They fall short. Dolphins win it 35-32. Two of plays, Dolphins win. Case closed. Bengals exploded on the, on the Panthers today, 42-21. to 21. Colts went up to play New England. You're not going to beat New England when you have a bad offensive line. Your big-time running back is on the shelf. You decide to put a kid in a quarterback in Erlinger over, over Matty Ice because you're trying to make sure that this, uh, Matty Ice's career ends this year. And they score three points and get beat 26-3. to three. Colts are going absolutely nowhere. Vikings came from behind. They led early, came from behind to beat Washington. They're 7-1. and one. Everyone's forgotten them at 7-1, and one, but they are 7-1. and one. They're not only 7-1. and one, They're 7-1 and one in a division where the next team is 3-6. and six. The Vikings will have this thing wrapped up by Thanksgiving. Then they're just playing for seeding the rest of the way. They're already going to the playoffs. They're already winning this division. They have a five-game lead. Eight games into the schedule, they have a five-game lead. And the Packers are going nowhere quickly, let's be honest. Absolutely nowhere. The Raiders, talk about going nowhere. They've lost every one-score game they've played this year. They have blown two 17-point and one 20-point lead this year. 
Got it? Two 17-point leads, one 20-point lead. They lose today. They're 2-6. and six. The Jaguars go to 3-6. and six. Etienne was out with the injury last year. He fumbles too much, but Etienne has a world of talent. 109 and two touchdowns. I told you uh, last year that if Etienne, when he's healthy, he's going to be a major back. He fumbles too much, but he's 100 yards on his off day. I mean, he is the real thing. So is Walker for Seattle. Walker has stepped in. He's done an amazing job. Today, 26 for 109 and two touchdowns. Geno Smith, 26 of 34, 275 and two touchdowns. The Seahawks keep winning. Gino writes the comeback player of the year story. And Seattle leads their division right now at six and three. Cards are three and six. Rams lose, give it back to the Buccaneers who win with the Brady comeback 16-13 and keep their hopes alive. And they actually lead that division in four and five and could win it under 500. It's going to be that kind of year especially in that division. I mean, there's just no way around it. I mean, and you look, remember, down the stretch, the big games are going to come out of the AFC East, and the big games are going to come out of the NFC East. The Eagles are 8-0. and Their games are going to be big, big. Dallas and Giants play on Thanksgiving Day. How big is that game going to be in the middle game, the 430 game, Thanksgiving Day? Who's going to miss Giants at Dallas? 430. Very good chance Giants would be 8-2 and at that point. 430, Thanksgiving Day. How big is that going to be? It's been a long time, long time, since it was that kind of year for those teams, especially with the Giants in a big spot. But Cowboys play the Packers this week coming up, and they've been promoting that game like crazy, except for one thing. Packers have lost five games in a row. How are you promoting them now? Packers are going to be underdogs at home. That's the bottom line. When the Cowboys show up in that uh, 4 o'clock game across the country, that game lost a lot, a lot of its buzz. The Monday night game is Washington and the Eagles. You are going to see a lot of the Eagles. The Eagles are 8-0, and you haven't seen a lot of them nationally in the first half of the year. That is going to be rectified. You are going to see a ton of the Cowboys. You're going to see a ton of the Giants. You're going to see a ton of the Eagles. Cowboys play the Packers. Then they play the Vikings. That's going to be a a very big game, and you're going to see a lot of that. Okay? You're going to see a ton of the Eagles in the weeks to come. You're going to see a ton of the Giants. uh, Giants and Cowboys, Thanksgiving Day. The Thanksgiving lineup is Bills and Lions. Okay, typical. Can the Lions be a live dog against a good team? That's always the Thanksgiving theme. Giants and Cowboys, enormous showdown in, in, in Dallas. And then Patriots and Vikings, the late Sunday night game, which is, I mean, the late Thanksgiving game, big game, interesting game. So especially if they come off, uh, you know, a couple of wins, Packers and the Eagles is the Sunday night game, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. 
After that, you're going to start to get buys, and you're going to get a lot of the AFC East and the AFC and, and the NFC East into those games when they get the flexes going. But you're going to see a ton after that of the Eagles. You're going to see the Eagles when they line up and play really any reasonably sized game as long as they keep winning. Like December 4th when they play the Titans, that game will move up the ladder, no question about it. And then Giants and Eagles have two games coming up. That game on the 11th is going to be an enormous game. Don't be surprised if that game gets moved uh, into the Sunday night spot, the Giants and the Eagles, if it hasn't been protected by Fox. I could see that clearly going to the Sunday night spot, the Giants and the Eagles. Uh, That game, obviously, with enormous implications. And again, you're going to see more and more and more of that with the Eagles, even the Eagles and the Bears on the 18th, okay, is a game that's got anything with the Eagles is going to start to get golden down the stretch of this season. That's just the way it is. Then the Eagles and the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. Okay, big game. The games on Christmas Day are awful. You have the Packers and the Dolphins, the Broncos and the Rams, and the Buccaneers and the Cardinals. They're terrible. But, the, but New Year's Eve, I mean, Christmas Eve, big game. And then, of course, again, Eagles and the Saints could wind up being a big game. Get used to it. You are going to see the Eagles a tremendous amount. And the Giants and the Eagles on week 17, the, I mean, in week 18, week 17, uh, Eagles and the Saints. So you're going to see the Eagles probably five or six times the rest of the way. You're going to see them elevated against the Giants a bunch of times. You're going to see them elevated against the Cowboys, even against the Titans, even against the Saints. You're going to see a ton of the Eagles, especially if that number stays zero over the second half of the season, if the number keeps climbing there. But you're going to see a tremendous amount of the NFC East and a tremendous amount of the AFC East. The Dolphins are alive. The Jets are alive. The Bills, the Pats, of course. And then the Giants, the Cowboys, the Eagles. Even the Redskins are one game under 500, so they're not terrible. That's going to be what you're going to see. The games against the Packers are going to slide away. And they have the Packers scheduled for a lot of big games, as always. And those games are going to get moved, some of them, as many as they can, because this is not the Packers yet. Listen, if you have Aaron Rodgers in the lineup, even if they're a big underdog, they have a puncher's chance. At least that's what you sell. Although now you just don't know if it's true anymore because they just can't get out of their own way, and they can't. They can't figure out a way to win. They just can't. They're just terrible right now in every way, and Rodgers looks like anything but a player who is going to be a big factor the rest of the way. He looks like a completely beaten-down former star quarterback. That's what he looks like in every way. It's hard to believe this is the same Aaron Rodgers. It really is. The year belongs to the Geno Smiths of the world. In this year where the games are close and low scoring, it belongs to the Giants and the Jets and the Cowboys and Geno Smith. A very different NFL year. But the Bills and the Chiefs are still there. Chiefs will be in action uh, tonight against the Titans. Always an interesting game because the Titans are, despite the fact 
people give them no chance a lot of times. They have a habit of surprising people when they're big dogs. That's usually been their their M.O., so we'll see if they have a little of that magic in store for the nation this evening. All right, we'll see you soon. Uh, take care. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.